Welcome to Alabama Care, everybody. My name is Sarah Williams, and today I have Blake Wynn with Equip Services. Um, Blake, if you could introduce yourself. Yeah, um, thanks, Sarah, uh, for having me, first of all. And like she said, my name is Blake Wynn. I um, graduated from the University of Alabama and currently am the Executive Director of Equip. Let me share this real quick. Okay, so I think you just answered my next question. But um, first thing that everybody gets asked when they move or are visiting Alabama, Alabama is Alabama or Auburn? Oh yeah, roll tie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the people I, I, I work with are Auburn fans, so I um, I get it every day. I, I'm Auburn. Um, I graduated from uh, Auburn Montgomery. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm technically an Auburn fan this season I was not a fan of the coach we'll <laughs> well, just, big we'll changes this weekend so our big changes yesterday so not a big thing we did I was so happy and just so you know my wife went to Auburn so I get it at home Good. as well yeah <laughs> okay this is just because I like music favorite mm. song Ooh, I think favorite song I love Garth Brooks, so probably would have to go with Friends in Low Places or The Dance. Those two songs are hard for me to really decide which one. You redeemed yourself with that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Those are two of my favorites. Okay, um, let's talk a little about Equip. Like, what is it? The background? Um, how long? Yeah, absolutely. Been? So. Equip is a nonprofit, and we serve people with disabilities. Um, we work all over the place, and we try to help them in transitioning into adulthood. Um, we started, I guess, I was a school teacher and saw that there was great need for services in the community that I'm in. And so we currently work in roughly 25 high schools or programs, um, all in transition age uh, across Jefferson and Shelby County. Okay, um, so what got you actually interested in wanting to start something like that? Let's see, that goes way back. I, um, I used to work at a summer camp called Camp Winnetoska, um, and it's still in existence. It's a great place. And they had a special group of uh, our special session for the Exceptional Foundation to come out to camp. Mm -hmm. And uh, the camp director at the time, her name is Linda Cochran. She was um, like a second mom to me and pretty much shaped my career as moving forward. Huge supporter of mine and fan. And uh, she called me and she said, Blake, I think you would love to be here this week. It's going to be so much fun. You got to come out. Mm -hmm. And so I went out to camp to work the session as a leader. And I had no idea what to expect. In my school where I graduated, um, the special ed department had kind of kept to themselves and it was secluded. And so I'd never really had exposure to anyone with disabilities, especially mm -hmm. severe. And as we got out to the camp, I just absolutely fell in love with the 
the, just the excitement that surrounded every minute of it. And so we had a great time. And I remember asking uh, a gentleman named Chris Germany who worked at the Exceptional Foundation. I was like, you know, are y'all open year round? And he said, yeah. He said, you come volunteer. So I did and uh, ended up volunteering there for two weeks before college started back. And they offered me a job. And I ended up working at the Exceptional Foundation for roughly five years. And uh, during that time, uh, another lady who, big mentor of mine, her name is Carrie Mattia. She runs Bridgeway um, and uh, typically provides services to higher functioning autism uh, mm-hmm. or individuals with higher functioning autism. And she took me under her wing and uh, I worked with her for roughly five or six years doing private consulting. Uh, she encouraged me to go back to school and get a degree in education. And so I did Worked in the school systems, worked for Jefferson County and Shelby County, um, ended up working up with a transition program called Project Search in Shelby County and had a great mm-hmm. time. Uh, all of our participants got employed when they graduated. And that was a really cool program to work for. And that's when I learned about a lot of the transition services that existed and when I saw the need and uh, wanted to go and work in more schools doing this type of thing. So that's what launched it. 2018. Well, mm-hmm. pretty cool story. Yeah, I'm uh, actually very familiar with Project Search. Um, okay. I worked for AD Alabama Department of Rehab Services mm-hmm. in Montgomery for three and a half years, around there. Um, and I worked very closely with them because I was like their youth consultant and we did like yeah. transition stuff and from high school and basically what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah, it's very similar from like our conversations that we've had. Yeah. Um, let's see. So let's talk about some of the uh, services that y'all provide at Equip. Okay. Um, most of our services are provided in school settings. We go into high schools and we can work with a student from ninth grade to 12th grade and Um, We typically uh, provide classes to help them learn job skills, life skills, or social skills. And we can do that outside of schools, too. We do have some individual clients that contract with us to receive some of those services. And uh, we have our employment services as well. And then we recently started a day program. And so we're excited to talk about that. I know we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But those are the main things that we provide. Gotcha. Um, Let's see. I'm going to put these two questions together. Um, How are those services provided? And also, how did COVID affect those services? Because that's a big question for a lot of people. So we couldn't do um, what we do without Alabama Department of Rehabilitation Services and Voc Rehab. So a lot of it is a partnership with them. Um, the students are referred once they get into school, if they receive a 504 IEP, and then the counselor for that school will authorize us and we can come in and provide those um, classes or those services in the school setting or even outside. Um, and then, of course, we do private pay as well for some clients if they need the individual services. Um, and so we have both of those available. Uh, but of course, like I said, that partnership with ADRS, book rehab is very important for us. And then when it came to COVID, you know, we started in 2018. Right. So we were really getting running uh, up and running quickly and we hit COVID and it was devastating. Um, schools closed down, couldn't provide services. And of course, if we can't provide the service, um, you know, obviously we're, we're not receiving funding during that time. And so it was a scary time. 
Um, but what we're seeing is that uh, we've been able to come back as the schools have opened, we were gunning to get right in there and we're seeing more employers needing employees more than ever before. And mm -hmm. I think that some of our students, once they've, once they've attended some of our classes, they're coming out better prepared than some of the typical students. You know, we found one of our classes that we teach is impact of social media. Well, the number two reason when we talk to employers about why they're losing jobs is because the students either are the young, the young adults are on their cell phones and their own social media and they do something inappropriate. And so that mm -hmm. class right there better prepares them just to let them know, hey, you could lose your job over this. And so I think we've we've seen success with some of these classes and better preparing them. Um, and so we're we're excited to be able to be out of COVID and back in it. But it did hurt those first couple of years. Um, we just got a question, but it's about the day program and we're about to get to it. So, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. So what ages do you serve? So everyone that we serve falls, falls in the ages of 14 and all the way up into late adulthood. Um, I think our oldest uh, client right now is maybe 62, 50, 52, oh, wow. 52. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is the process like to, I guess, sign up for a quip look like? Yeah, so if they're in the schools and um, you, you have a child that is, has an IP or has a 504, you know, reaching out to that voc rehab counselor is what we would encourage you to do to start. Go ahead and get that as early as possible so they can um, help provide some of those services. This is free to the school, free to the student, free to parents. And it's a great service if they are planning to go for employment later on in life. Um, but if you want to get plugged in with Equip specifically, reach out to us uh, at info at equipservices.org, or you can contact us through our website, and we can talk uh, more about what services you're looking for and how we can get those set up. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about Thrive, the day program. Um, so like, what is it? What activities do you do? And then like, what does a day look like? Absolutely. For that program? We are so excited. And this has kind of been a dream of mine for years is to be able to provide opportunities for individuals with disabilities in Shelby County. And I, I feel like that's something that's a great need. I know there's a lot of stuff in Birmingham, but it was hard for a lot of the students I was working with in Shelby County to to make it that far and for working parents to get them there. And so we're very excited to be starting Thrive, which is our day program. Uh, we're located at Valleydale Church um, and they've been an awesome partnership to have. Um, when we reached out to them, they welcomed us in with open arms and um, they knew that there was a great need in the community and they're big in community. And so they wanted us here. And so we are here five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday. Um, our schedules change, though. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to do when we started Thrive is we wanted it to be based off real life. You know, what are what are we looking for as we become adults? You know, if we graduate high school and we want to come to Thrive, you know, do we want to continue learning job skills, life skills and social skills? Well, yes, we're lifelong learners as teachers. And we think that, you know, I can learn something new every day and so can anyone else. So that's what we practice. Um, we try to do that realistically. So if we do say job skills in a day, we only practice that type of job skill maybe 
once or twice a month. We try not to do anything repetitively for a long time because we don't want it to become something that participants feel that they're just having to do the same task or that we're just basically doing free work for someone else. Right. Um, when it comes to social skills, we provide classes and we provide practice. Uh, same with those job skills. And then life skills, we love getting to practice cooking and doing our basic needs uh, for hygiene, um, as well as laundry and packing lunch for work. I wish someone would have taught me that. I'm terrible at it, but I've <laughs> learned so much in the past just couple of weeks since we started about just good meals to pack for myself. Um, and so that's that's a lot of what we do. A typical day looks different every day. And so there's not one way to really say exactly what it is, but throughout the week, um, we focus on different things and we try to schedule activities to where, you know, participants can sign up for coming two days a week. They can mm -hmm. choose to come Tuesday and Thursdays, but we don't want our cooking classes to be on Monday and they always miss it. So our right. classes rotate. And so if you come on Tuesday, Thursday, you're still going to get a cooking class. Um, it'll be mixed in at some point. And uh, if someone comes five days a week, you're getting a lot more and that's great. And we love that. Um, but we don't want anybody to miss anything, but we also do a lot of community based. That was a huge goal of ours to be more community centered. Um, right. Our goal is to be out of Valleydale Church almost every single day. We're going places, we're practicing skills in our community, um, we're meeting businesses, we're talking to businesses, we're exposing businesses to us, as well as getting right. good practice. Um, so one partnership we have is with Texas Roadhouse, and we love working with them to take our participants up there for a day. We do this, we probably do it once a year with them, where our participants get to practice jobs and food service. Or we might go to another warehouse and learn how to package things and learn what it's like to be around some of the equipment and you know participants will tell us they want to work with animals okay mm -hmm. well have you ever been around a lot of animals at one time because it's different okay. than just hanging out with your dog you know there right. might be smells there's some poop to clean up some dogs and cats are not the nicest yeah. and so we love getting them exposed to those things so they can tell you know what this is louder than what i can probably handle and so right. maybe this isn't the right fit or they get there and they fall in love with it. And then we're like, okay, this was the fit for you. And we can help them find employment in that. And hopefully they'll still continue to come with us and hang out with us occasionally in our day program. But you know, ultimately we want everybody to be working and being successful because we know that that fosters uh, better happiness and independence throughout if they're working. Right, okay. I have one more question and then we have questions from Facebook. Um, yeah. So for the day program, they don't have to go like every single day. They can like no, choose. No. We ask that if a participant is attending, that they come at least two days and those days have to be set. So if they're coming in, you know, it needs to be, it can be a Monday, Friday, it can be a Tuesday, Thursday, it can be any mix of that. It does not matter to us, but just for scheduling wise, so that when we schedule activities, you know, we provide a lot and we know that, you know, the fees we charge, things like that are not going to cover the cost of this program. We're going right. to lose money and we hope to make that up in other ways through fundraising and other means. Um, but it's important to me that we're providing the service in a fashion that parents can afford it because it is difficult um, in this world of disabilities to get services. And I think the parent on average spends over a million dollars on services by the end of you know yeah. life with someone with a disability. And that can be tough. Yeah. We want to kind of alleviate that. Great. I also think it's really cool that y'all have a, a partnership with Texas Roadhouse. It's <laughs> one of my favorite places. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. Um, let's go to Facebook. 
Um, does the day program provide services for people with physical and cognitive disabilities or just cognitive? Um, we have primarily had just cognitive. We're willing to work with anyone and meet them where they are. Um, we're someone who is going to base um, our services off their needs. So if they want to meet with us and talk about what they have going on, we're happy to help them and find means to uh, make it to where they have a better chance of being successful, no matter what those services are. Okay, I think the answer to this, you already said, like right after this comment was posted, but we've had some other people join. So I'm just gonna ask again, um, yeah. where is Thrive located? Thrive is located at Valleydale Church. And so it is just outside of Hoover, just in Shelby County, um, right off of 65. So we're really close to 65 in Valleydale. Gotcha. Um, let's see, does Thrive only serve residents in Shelby? Does it accept Medicaid waiver payment through the ID waiver? We have met with Department of Mental Health, Mental Health but we do not um, accept the waiver yet. Um, it is something that we're talking to them about. Um, they're interested in us providing services. I know that they're under a big change with the waiver right now. And that's one reason I think they reached out to us because of what our program is doing. I think it's a community-based waiver, community work uh, waiver. And so they're trying to get us involved. Um, it seems like there's a lot of red tape as Department of Health, I'm sure can be. So oh, we're yes. working with them and uh, trying to get through it. And we hope to eventually. Um, we do accept uh, participants from any region or area. Um, they would have to provide their own transportation to arrive though. And so that would be the only limitation that they would have. But yes, Jefferson County, Shelby County are where most of our participants are from. Okay, I also thought of another question while you were talking, mm -hmm. um, just cause I like to learn people's like backgrounds and stories and stuff like that. Sure. I'm a, uh, I'm a sociology major, so I'm big into learning about people. Um, before you started uh, Equip, were you around people with disabilities or anything like that? Did you grow up with? So through the beginning of my life, I did not. So the first time I think I had the pleasure of meeting someone with a disability and spending quality time with them probably was around 2003 or four. And that was the first time I got to do that. And that's when I fell in love with this world and how it works. This world is pretty great. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I also missed a question on here. Um, what are the hours of Thrive? Does it support caregivers who work full time? So we are currently open from nine until four. We are hoping that in the near future, we will be able to have extended day in the morning and in the afternoons. Um, if we are able to get that up and going, I think it'll be a lot better case for those who work full time. But right now it is nine to four with the amount of participants we have. We have chosen to grow slowly. Um, we're an organization that really hasn't advertised. So this might be the first time for a lot of people to hear about us, even though yeah. we've been around since 2018. And uh, I think in the past three years, we've served over 1900 students um, in total. And so last year alone was over 600. Um, but we worked in the schools and Parents don't always hear about what's going on in the schools. And yeah. we're, we're one of those people that are there. Um, but yeah, so we started slow and we hope to grow it and we hope to have that extended care in, in the near future. No, um, I actually, I think I've told you this, 
I heard from about you from a someone had posted something in one of the groups I'm in on Facebook. And I was yeah. like, what is this? So <laughs> I clicked on it and I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am um, word of mouth. Never heard of y'all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, we've stayed kind of low key, but we, um, we think we have great people and we, we try to, uh, we try to connect with anyone and everyone we work with really well. And that's, that's kind of our MO is that you're going to connect well with us and we're going to get to know you. And it is not someone we're coming in just to say a few things to you and then walk out. We're there with you. Um, let's see. Someone wants to know what are the costs? for um individual services or for the day program um she has been asking about the day program so yeah so our day program just so that we could kind of set a basic flat rate and make it easy it starts at 295 for two days a week 395 for three days a week 495 for four days a week and 595 for five days a week just to keep it real simple gotcha Mm -hmm. um oh and she also wants to know for um, the other. For the other. Our individual services um, are typically provided through an authorization through Voc Rehab. So if they're a VR consumer, it typically costs nothing to the participant. And typically ADRS will provide an authorization um, for us to bill to. If it's private services, it's kind of a case by case to see what they need. And we try to meet you where you are. Um, and it's something just reach out to us and we can talk about kind of what we're looking at. If it's something you just need a one-time class or it's something that maybe you need more extensive services, we can discuss those. I think this was actually a question for me. Will this video be available? The start time is listed as 13. It will be. Um, when the broadcast ends, it will always be on the Alabama Care Facebook page. Um, so you can just go to that and uh, you can watch it from the very beginning. Um, let's see. Is there a way to sign up for a newsletter or email updates on an expansion of services? There will be eventually. Like I said, we're very small. Um, we hope to have that. Um, if you reach out to us at our email address at info at equipservices.org, we can definitely keep you in mind as we continue to grow and continue to add more services to what we provide. Right. And all of the um, like emails and stuff will be put in the chat. So um, let's see. Um, it should be on YouTube. I believe we're streaming on YouTube. Um, just go to their YouTube page and afterwards, and it should pull up. Um, let's see. I've got to figure out where I was. <laughs> okay. Uh, advice for someone within the disability community. And um, I've also added something like the advice for parents. Okay. You know, honestly, I think the advice I'd be willing to give probably goes for both. Um, I think the advice would be don't do life alone. You know, reach out. We want to build community, establish relationships, and find resources that benefit you and give you the opportunity to be a blessing to someone else as well. Right. Uh, 
I think so often uh, individuals with disabilities or parents feel like they're they're always taking, but there is so much to be gained from a community that comes together and talks about things. Um, I mean, just having Allie McCare to have this outlet, which I didn't know much about until recently and have watched a few of the videos now and fallen in love with hearing about all the things that are going on. It's so cool. And so being plugged into those things goes a long way for everyone, uh, whether that's the individual or whether that's the family. I think just don't do life alone. Plug right. in. My, uh, my mom calls it finding your tribe. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Does Valleydale Church have a full ministry for people with disabilities and their caregivers? They that do. Is symbiotic to equip's work? To what work? To what equip does. Oh, um, so they have a special needs ministry, and it's really great. And I can say that because I'm involved in it. My wife and I are actually um, in charge of the special needs ministry at Valleydale. And wow. so we have two services here and someone can get plugged in really easily with us. Um, it's something that we are growing and it's awesome to see the growth and awesome to see the parents to be able to go to church, enjoy things and us to be able to provide those, those opportunities for our participants here during the church time. Um, you know, we have uh, multiple individuals registered with the class and we're trying to work towards getting buddies to go with them to their age appropriate classes as well and to experience things with their typical peers. And so that's been great. And we have a wide range of age that attend. Um, we have, I think the youngest we have right now is maybe in kindergarten um, or pre-K. And then I think the oldest person we have might be right at 32 or 33. Wow. Mm -hmm. See, um, how can a visit to the day program be scheduled? What is a typical age of day program participants? My son is not straight up out of high school. It's not straight out of high school. He's 28. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Um, we, you can schedule a tour and come take a look at what we have going on and uh, meet with us for that by emailing us. Like I said, schedule that. It's um, real easy to do and we're real flexible. And then when it comes to age, we are 18 and up. Um, all of our participants are out of high school that are attending. And so that's typically when you're going to be available to attend anyways. Uh, but we take any ages, um, like I said, our oldest participant with our day program, I think currently is around 51. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Okay. Are there any success stories that you're willing to share? Ooh. That's a, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> there are so many, there's so many good ones. Um, I, you know, honestly, I don't know. And they go so far back to sometimes even not with equip, just with things I've seen. And so many of them involve just the individual and the great things they've achieved. But, you know, honestly, I, I think it'd be impossible just to pick one. Uh, right. I've worked with some amazing people and I've had the pleasure of getting to know so many incredible individuals that I, I feel very blessed to have been even in their lives when they were achieving so much. And, you know, we've been blessed to work with those individuals and their families. And um, we believe that they're, the work they're doing is amazing and that they're going to continue to do great work to benefit their community and benefit themselves. 
Um, let's see, for community activities, does Thrive have accessible transportation? Right now we have a minivan that we have purchased. Um, it was our first big purchase, I guess. So very excited to have that. And uh, we travel around a good bit. Um, and we are in the process of looking at other vehicles. Uh, we do not have one that is wheelchair accessible at this time, but it is something that will be uh, on our list of things that we want to purchase in the near future. Gotcha. Everything starts out with a minivan. <laughs> I know. And, you know, I've actually kind of fallen in love with it. I hate to say that. I, I don't think I could drive it every day, but I do love it. <laughs> Um, let's see. Okay. Have y'all done any like events or anything? Yeah, we have. Um, we've done oh, a yeah. few big events. Um, we actually have our career expo that we do. Now, this is just for those students in school, and it's a partnership mm -hmm. with ADRS and Voc Rehab. And um, our career expo is this Thursday. And what we'll have at this event is 21 speakers from different career fields talking about what it's like to work in those positions from required yeah. education to their um, expected pay that you could start with. And, you know, the, the ins and outs, like I told you, you know, someone wants to work with animals. Well, do they know those things about it? Well, having these career fields there, they can talk about, Hey, you know, if you want to go into welding, that's awesome. But right. welding, you have to work in conditions that are hot, that are cold, mm -hmm. that might burn you. Um, and it's not easy work. It's dirty work. Um, but it can be a great trade. And so, you know, working with those uh, students, it's great for them to get to hear it. Um, and we provide uh, those opportunities to be able to talk um, in a more private setting so that they can actually hear more about it rather than just go booth to booth. And so I think we have roughly three or 400 students that will probably be in attendance this Thursday. Um, and our, our uh, program Thrive, all the participants there are going to be a part of the event as well. And they're going to get to go and listen to all these different careers. Um, and then we hold a mock interview day each year, and that's a great event. We love doing that. Um, we have a lot of local businesses come out and assist with it. Um, we have roughly 23 to 25 schools that participate. Um, they send their students out, and they get to practice interviews with people that actually interview. And we've actually had a few job offers come from it, which is really amazing. Um, but cool. it is one of those things that's rare. But when it happens, it's, it's a huge celebration. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there anything else that you personally would like to talk about? I don't think there's anything specific, but I do, I want to thank you again, Sarah, for having me on. Um, this has been a cool experience, nerve wracking for me. I'm not used to <laughs> doing these type of interviews, but okay. I really appreciate you reaching out and uh, persuading me to, to do this. And um, once again, if anybody wants to get plugged in, I guess with Equip, feel free to reach out to us through our website or um, through our email at info at equipservices.org. Gotcha. So we'd love to have anybody reach out and talk to us. And if we can't provide something, we're happy to point you in directions of people that can. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Um, Clifton, the tech guy, he just put the in email in the chat. Awesome. Let's Thank you, Clifford. Is there anything else? No. So I think we are good. Awesome. 
Well, thank you for letting me do this. Of I course. I actually learned uh, quite a bit. Good. Well, like, if you I, want to come like, visit, please do. I, I will actually be in Birmingham a couple weeks. <laughs> okay, come on. Yeah, so I, I, I might. We'll see. All right, that sounds good. All right, thank you for letting me interview Of course. Thanks, Sarah. Hope you have a great right. day. You too. See ya. All right. Bye, guys.